You're listening to The Waffle Podcast with Rob Ferguson and Jared Duggan. And in uh, this episode, Jared, what are we talking about? We are talking about the importance of karaoke in your relationship. Yeah, very important. We go into great depths on male-female communication. Uh, We talk about a couple of comedy milestones we had. Oh, yeah, we did. And we learned the phrase, earn, 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 earn. (laughs) And we've also got a new game this week where every time Jared offends a minority, you'll hear this sound. (laughs) Stay tuned. Men are are problem solvers. Yep. Women are communicators. Sure. Women want to voice their concerns. Yep. Men want to solve them. That's why I like hanging around with you. Sometimes I think I'm really dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And then I listen to the dumb shit that you do. I go, oh, no, no, no. I'm not that bad. And one of the things I've learned, you know, I've read books on emotional intelligence, and that's one of the big things I've, I've learned is that, um, you know what, it's it's not always a logical problem. And sometimes I don't need to fix it, I just need to be there. It was, it was like I was a, um, it was like I was a, um, uh, like a 17 year old again 16, 17 year old Trying to sneak into a nightclub yeah. And we just, as we're walking up As we're walking out to the gate I'm just like Just just walk in like you own the place Shelly Just walk in like you own the place You know yeah. um, And the security guard stopped me He goes Hey buddy where do you think you go- you're going I said Watch your fucking mouth mate I own this place <laughs> <laughs> the one thing you brought <laughs> oh on Tuesday yeah how, how could I on Tuesday oh yep words wide night no yeah no no someone else was in town who was in town Steve Hofstetter did you go see him I didn't see him I performed with him what right Performed with Steve Hostetter on Tuesday night, the famous comedian. Whereabouts? Oh, not. We weren't in the same place. I was just performing at Words Wide Night yeah. at the Shoe Bar. Yeah. And he was performing his gig at another place. But we were both performing on the same night in Perth. Well, that's not with. Well, Sean Conway performed with him. <laughs> yeah, he did. He opened for him. <laughs> I was pretty jealous. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. But. I, don't, I, don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah, it was a it was a good um it was a good almost lie. No, it was a proper lie. No, there was a proper nah, lie. I nah. performed with Steve Hofstede yeah. like he was there. If he had been there at Worldwide, he was, wide he was night, there. He was there in Perth. In Perth. Yeah, yeah. But, but <laughs> and I was in Perth, but not in. The and sh- we were both performing, not in the show. And I crushed. By the way, <laughs> tell, tell me about tell me about your gig. We, we <laughs> so so words words wide night. 
is it's it's a unique little gig. It's it's a basically an open mic, open mic. So you can be a poet, or you can be a singer, or you can be a storyteller, or you can be a comedian. Uh, you can basically be anyone that uses a microphone. You could be a checkout chick, I reckon. <laughs> just, just going. You could, you could be price check on the baked beans, please. <laughs> Can I get? Yep. You could you could pretty much be anyone that uses a microphone, and you're allowed there. Yeah. 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 So um, my favourite thing is um with that night, it's it's like <laughs> if there was a scale on how serious you take yourself, I think comedians would be at the very low end of the scale. Oh, mate. Poets would be turned up to the max. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a new best friend right there on on Tuesday as well. So let me let me not get ahead of myself. Yeah. So first bracket was comedians, um, and my sister came. Uh, I actually, mate, much like much like um, your first gig down was it the first gig? No, the second gig down in Quinana, where I bought. Half the bloody audience with me. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> my, my old work. Um, and I brought about bloody 30, 40 people with me. Have we mentioned on this podcast that I run a comedy night? No. I, I was going to mention at the end of it, we should we should probably say that. Yeah. For the for the tens and... It, it seriously is tens and ones now. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> the tens and ones no, of I'll, listeners. As long as we're still in double figures. Yeah, mate. Cause, yeah. For, for the moment. Because we all know that we each listen to it three times each. So <laughs> So there's six of them. I think yeah, I think you're underselling that a little bit. <laughs> I, I go to sleep to it, mate. <laughs> Listen to the, yeah. the the dulcet tones of my own voice. Yeah. Um. Uh. No. 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 We should talk about that. Um. Because yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, there's one thing that I thought that we should maybe mention is 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 um. You know, obviously we have a pretty large fan base now. Mm. Um, you know, nineteen people, double figures, and um, we should let them know when we're performing and stuff like that. Yeah, because for sure, you've got you've got a big one coming up on yeah. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, February the fourteenth. Yep, yep. At um, at the Quinana Local, the Quinana Local. Yep, local laughs, which is my event. That's the the event that I put on every sort of month to six weeks. And everyone should go because you don't actually perform there. Uh, quite a lot. I, I won't I, I won't go on. Because <laughs> you don't want to ruin your own gig. Yeah. Because people yeah, are actually sure. paying money to come in the door and stuff like that. They don't yeah. want to see the same comedians um, over and over again. I've only done, I think we've done six shows now and I've only performed there twice. Oh, there you go. So, yeah. yeah I've only performed there once, so that's twice as much. Twice? No, once. You did, uh, you did... Oh, did I? No, I yeah. did once. No, you've definitely done it twice. You did the opening night. Did I? Yep. And you did the roast battle. Ah, oh, that wasn't really performance, was it? Well, not really considering your opposition. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Christopher McCabe's actually pretty good. He's seen, good, yeah. I've seen him a couple of times. Yeah, for sure. He's, um, uh, yeah, I just really kicked his ass on the night. Yeah. I went hardcore. Yeah, yeah. He went a little definitely bit hurt his feelings. <laughs> You know, um, you know, one of the guys that's the best at roasting people, uh, Jeff Ross, Jeffrey Ross. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, we've both seen him, and, and yeah. mate, he's he's unreal. Did you know he's got a book? No, he's got a book called "Only Roast the Ones You Love: How to How to 
like it's oh, what's it called? It's it's like ha, ha, um, ha, uh, only roast the ones you love. How to attack people without offending them, or something like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a book on it. I'd read that. Yeah, that's what I thought. And that is actually, mate. We have we have changed tracks about seven times already. Yeah. Can we get back on track? Where are we going? No, no, no. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, we just go with the flow. Um. I was thinking about that. I was like, surely we were discussing books last time and all these things we were learning about investing and emotions and all that kind of stuff. And I thought, you know what? There's probably some people that's written some books about comedy and how to be funny. Very few from what I know. Nah, there's heaps. Oh, is there? Yeah. So I bought a couple. Did you? Yeah. I'm reading a couple of books. Yeah. Oh, I'll grab them off you once you're uh, once Well, you're they're audio books because I'm lazy. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I can't read. I'm from can't um, read. Because I'm from Armadale and yeah. I'm illiterate. Yeah. And even then I still have to like look up half the words he's saying because I don't understand what they mean anyway. <laughs> it's like, oh, is that how you pronounce it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's that's half you not knowing the words and half my horrible Tasmanian accent. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, um, I, I did the words wide night. It was fantastic. Um, we had a first bracket of, of, of comedians and my sister was there uh, and she brought two friends along with her, uh, Laura and her boyfriend and Shelly came along as well. So I had a bit of a crew there and... Um, Remember we're not saying her name. Nah. <laughs> I think it's okay. Sorry, Shelly, it won't happen again. <laughs> I, think, I think it's all right. Uh, her oh, her mum and her sister listen to every podcast, eh? Do they? Yeah. Oh, well, there's bloody 20% of our audience. <laughs> Have we said anything about... Oh, only about her mother grabbing the other end of the towel. Um, well, it wasn't her mother. No. No, well, we, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know that. <laughs> we, we don't we, The specifics of that story aren't... aren't yeah, aren't, and it, it wasn't Shelley. No, no. It was just a hypothetical. It was, it was nothing but a hypothetical question. It could have, could have been anyone or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, 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 I got warned. Actually, I got told again. Yeah, not by Shelley. Oh, by a sister. Oh. So remember, I told the story, um, the other week about shitting on the side of the road. Yep. And as part of that story, I was afraid that I was going to shit on my shoes. Yep. So uh, I went back into it and stuff. And yeah, hold. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she told me to watch my shit. On the podcast and on my shoes, right. <laughs> <laughs> so I, th- I think that's. I think that. I think. I think I'm in the clear. I think I'm all right. I've got a. I've got a funny story about Shelley. Actually, um, oh no. Okay. No, well, you, you know. You know this story. A couple of days after we posted the last podcast. Oh yeah. I told a story um, on the last podcast about Pino the pig who would sit for an apple. Yes. Well, two days two days after that podcast went to air, Shelley sends me an Instagram message out of nowhere yeah. with a video of Pino the pig and her two pups. There you go. Piglets. Yep. Yep. She'd met Pino the pig. Yes. Yeah. But she had no idea that Pino was sitting for an apple. Yes. Yeah. It's the same thing. Amazing. I can't believe it. How how could you not go to that winery and and not realise? Isn't there a big sign there? You said no, the big thing. No, no, we we found out from another um from another winery so owner. Ah, oh. it was just urban legend that you the only way you would know it was an off the menu item. Yeah, 
Mm. Yeah. There you go. She had to be in the know. Yeah. Oh, n- now, now so it's in Tasmania, you said, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah. North of Launceston. There you go. Oh, well, next time in Tasmania. Go and see a pig sit for an <laughs> apple. They do a lovely drop of, uh, of Pinot Noir as well. <laughs> but we were only there for the pig. <laughs> so, yeah, I brought half the audience with me to, to the Words Wide Night. And um, words wide night. Um, and um, the first bracket was comedians. And I actually, I actually did really good. Mm. Um, I, tr- I, I, I had one, one bit that I refurbished. Uh, and, and from a, a book and a couple of YouTube videos that I've been working, reading about how to, how to do jokes. And sort of reworded some a little, some a little bit. And I also put like a little bit, uh, you know, think about that fact that as a stand-up comedian, I am a performer. Mm. So you want to perform and bring your emotion into it and over-exaggerate things. So I did that a little bit as well. Mm -hmm. And it actually went down pretty good. And all the poets laughed. I couldn't believe it. All the the most miserable people in the world. Unbelievable. And I made them all laugh. It was amazing. They haven't used those muscles in their face. <laughs> for decades. Yeah. Yeah. That was... <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but like the, that scene in The Grinch at, right at the end where he, you know, he, you know, he feels the, the joy of Christmas and all of a sudden it just... Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I think that happens in The Grinch. I ch- Am I thinking I, of the right movie? I don't know. <laughs> it certainly sounds like a Christmas movie. Um, yeah, but uh, I couldn't believe it. I, I thought it was going to be a real rough gig, mm. that they wouldn't like any of it. Mm. Um, maybe the fact that I ended with a poem. Yeah. Uh, I spoke to their heart. They were laughing before that, though. Yeah. Um, but that was really good. That, that was well received. They yeah. all had a chuckle at the end. And I actually got a couple of pats on the back and said that was really awesome by a couple of punters. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it went really good. I was amazed. Yeah. So there you go. Well done. Yeah. How good. Yeah. You had your raw. Um, I did. <laughs> you I, had I your haven't raw gi- comedy thing. I haven't. The given, night after on Wednesday. I haven't given you all the the details yet. So no. raw raw comedy. I'm surprised how many people don't know what raw comedy is. I thought it was a common thing. Like um, everyone knows it as a triple J competition. It is. It's, it's a, a tri- national. Open com- mic com- comedy competition yeah. for people who have basically been in it for, I think it's five years or less, but have never performed at it more than three times. Yeah. And um, you can't have earned more than $500. Yeah, but no one's checking that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely haven't earned more than $500. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if I have. I'll tell you what. If I added up how much money I've spent yep. versus how much money I've earned, Oh, yeah. I'm probably about five grand in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least in 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 what's it been? Ten months? Yep. Yeah, I'm five, at least five grand in the hole. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> mate. By the time you add up fuel, yeah. beers, yeah, um, you know, um, the cost of Matt Stora's comedy course, yeah. Um, I did Tim Ferguson's as well. Oh, geez, maybe it's more than five grand. <laughs> no wonder I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> That's an expensive hobby. Uh, I'm not getting any dividends <laughs> yet. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. So I, I think I'm well and truly clear of the, the $500 thing. But I, I didn't want to enter it this year because I was like, man, I'm nowhere near that kind nah. of caliber to be in a competition. 
Yeah, but it's a it's it's a competition for people who are shit. Yeah, true. But in the yeah, spectrum of you'd, shit, you'd nail it. <laughs> but in the spectrum of shit, we're on the we're on the low side of that. Nah, nah, nah. I. Uh, How many people were there on Wednesday? Like performing. How many uh, acts were there? Fourteen. Fourteen acts. Yep. Yep. I'm confident. I'm confident I was in the top five or six. Yeah? Yep. Wow. Yep. And how many people went through? Four. Oh, so you dismissed out. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> You've got a big smile on your face right now. <laughs> so I didn't I didn't go through and I was I was pretty uh, I was a bit upset, to be honest, that I didn't go through because I I felt like I had the one of the best crowd reactions. I was, you know, I was present. I did a little bit of crowd work. Um, you know, most people laughed where I wanted them to laugh. Yep. Um, people laughed where I wasn't expecting them to laugh. A bonus, which is a bonus, and yeah, I felt I got off stage and went. That is probably the second best set I've ever done. Outside of the first night that we did. Yep. Um, so when my name didn't get read out on the night, I was a bit, it was a bit gut-wrenching. Who was, who was judging? Um, Whose who's kneecaps do we need to break? Corey White. Oh, really? Yep. Nadia Collins. Okay. Uh, Mickey J. Wow. And Ruben something or other. Don't I mean, know I'd, I'd never, I'd never met him, so... Can we can we be judges? I don't. Well, I think you probably could. I'm a contestant, so I don't, uh, I don't know if that, there you go. that's a conflict of interest. But I'm out of it now, so I probably could. <laughs> I'll be just like Brendan, owner of the Comedy Lounge. I got ditched last week, so how, how about some free drinks? How about some free drinks? And let me be judgy. <laughs> yeah. and get my revenge. They all they all got a blue Manila folder, so I'm I'm pretty keen to have one of those. The judges? Yeah. Do they get to keep it? I don't know. I just walk out with it anyway. You only judge one. Yeah, they're like the salt and pepper shakers. I've got so many salt and pe- pepper shakers from the comedy lounge. <laughs> <laughs> and I stole their table number 69 as well. Right. <laughs> they replace that every week, you realize. <laughs> Every every time Nick and I go to, go to a cafe or something, Nick always asks them, "So you know, can we can we have number sixty nine? And they're like, "No, nah, we no, nah, it's gone." <laughs> <laughs> Someone beat you to it. Like, yeah, jeez, oh, damn it! Have you got a number six and a number nine? Yeah. We could just put them together. We'll have, we'll, we'll fabricate one ourselves. Have you got a table ninety six? <laughs> Too close. We can just flip it upside down. Yeah. and We're fine. Yeah. So I was a bit. No, it doesn't work if you flip it upside down, man. <laughs> It's still 96. It's a palindrome. <laughs> you thought you actually had you actually thought you had a brilliant idea just then. <laughs> I got a text message from Shelly the other day. Yeah. Can I show it to you? Uh is it 69 related? Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. So, just out of the blue, um, she sends me that. Um, which which one am I looking at? 
The top. Oh, she's in the middle of oh, a photo. Oh, nice. It's a, uh, it's a, a, a an Outlook um, email logo with sixty nine unread emails. There you go. There you go. And, and she says underneath it, uh, "Thought you might enjoy that." <laughs> <laughs> and I did. And you drop an L bomb. And uh, yeah, I said, no, "I love you so much right now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So then I sent her a plaque from Perth, uh, which has the number 1969 on it. Yep. I saw your Snapchat with that. And she says, uh, Jesus, I've opened a can of worms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So she's she's one of the boys now. Am I in on that joke now? Can I just start sending it wherever we see it? We just send it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Well, that's a new game, but yes, <laughs> we can we can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just normally a boy thing. Like I send every time I see a sixty nine, I just send it to you. Yeah. Don't I? Uh, no. No. Is that a thing? It is. Okay. Se- several of my mates and I do it. You know. Oh. You know, I had one no, when not. I was in the car, and it like told me I had sixty nine kilometers left in the tank. Oh, mine does that a lot. Yeah, so photo straight away. Yeah, you know, while I'm driving, very illegal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's that 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 photo cost me um, the premium in my insurance going up, but hundred um, percent worth it. Hundred percent worth it. So I was pretty upset that I didn't go through. Yeah, ripped raw off. comedy. Yeah, um, because I like I thought my set was relatively mild. Um, Tory Griffiths, who. Uh, I love as a comedian. He's 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 going places. I think. Do you know Tory? Tory is, Griffiths. Yeah, he's he's really good. Do you know he's opening for Squirrely um, for all his fringe shows? Oh, really? Squirrely asked him to uh, to open for every one of his fringe shows. Oh, nice. How good's that? Yeah, what a champion. I really I like Tory. He's a I nice guy. I really well. like Tory. Great yeah. guy. Um, so he went through with jokes about pissing on his misses. Excellent. Um, so I thought, you know. Obviously, it's not content related. Um, Sean Cubitt went through, who I really like as well. Do you know Sean? No, um, he's good. He's he's the other uh, he's the other comedian in Perth who does coriander related material. Ah, he's he's your big competition. My nemesis, yeah, yeah, but really nice guy. Um, Jill, the Scottish Terrier, went through. Of course, yeah, she's okay. a she's you know she's good quality female comic in Perth. Yep, yeah. um, on the way up. Um, and then there was this other guy. She's got a friend show too. She's got a friend show with Leonie Clark. Yeah, old stock. Who's um, Grand in a van? Yeah, yeah. So I, I might even catch that. I wouldn't, I'm curious as to whether hit, that's hit, any good. Yeah, hit, hit him up for comps. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, because um, we're um, we're in the industry now. Yeah. <laughs> Is there an industry discount? Do we get discounts off five dollar tickets? I did. You did. I um, I got offered comps last night. Oh. I I um I got a little bonus story for you. Okay. Um, I snuck in to the fringe <laughs> secret opening thing last night with Shelley. With and we're we had were to, heavily discounted. We had to we had to scale the fence to get in. Right. Um. But yeah, we snuck past the guards. Yeah. And no, nah, they weren't checking anyone. <laughs> <laughs> we just walked you in. Just rocked up. You like I'm waiting. Like, oh, whatever, man. I was like. <laughs> It was it was like I was a um it was like I was a um uh like a seventeen year old again, sixteen, seventeen year old trying to sneak into a nightclub. Yeah. And we just as we're walking up as we're walking up to the gate, I'm just like just 
Just walk in like you own the place, Shelley. Just walk in like you own the place, you know? <laughs> so, who were you trying to convince? Was it her or you? <laughs> so the, the security guards. So the security guards. So, um, so I did. I, I walked in like I tried to own the place, you know? Like I walked in like I own the place. Yeah. Um, and the security guard stopped me. He goes, hey, buddy, where do you think you go- you're going? I said, watch your fucking mouth, mate. I own this place. <laughs> <laughs> I pay your wages, buddy. Just fucking pull your head in. And um, yeah, we got kicked out. Um, <laughs> but um, no, no, but but really was you know I felt like I was seventeen year and you know seventeen years old sneaking into somewhere where we, we didn't have tickets for. But um, it's an invite only thing. But I think it's like soft, you know, sort of just whatever. And it's meant to be like media and artists. Mm. But I'm an artist anyway. We yeah. snuck in there and it was uh, it was great. And I bumped into Jamie Michaela. Remember the girl I told oh, you about that you is like mentioned her. Yeah, she is fantastic. I really like her. And um, bumped into her and I was like, oh, hang on, uh, I, you're, you're Jamie McCalla. She goes, yes. I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. You're the best person in the world. You're fantastic. And anyway, she says, oh, sweetie, hit me up. I'm going to give you all my comps. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you comps to all my shows. So I said, oh, we go yeah. on? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll go um, along. If she yeah, um, doesn't block me when I actually go to message her. <laughs> oh my God, he's a stalker. <laughs> Oh, yeah. you'll, you'll never guess what he looks like. Well, bearded with glass. Yeah, no, that's it. That's that's basically it, yeah. <laughs> How did you know? Yeah, yeah. He, he looks like a guy that looks like he's trying to be from Mount Lawley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he looks like he wants to be a barista when he grows up. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Um, so... What were we talking about? Yeah, uh, I say so, yeah. So Gil, 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 the Scottish Terrier, Gil, yep. the co- Scottish Terrier, Gil, and there was Terrier this, went through. This yep. other guy who, um, was half of his set he did lying on the floor, away from the mic, so you couldn't actually hear any of his material. Excellent. Oh, he sounds like star material. Uh, uh, my vote is already going to him. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's not you. You do realize that that comedy isn't about professionalism. No, this guy walked on with a broom and started sweeping the, the set. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Because, I love I love him already. Because he was black, he just looked at the mic and went, "Well, you know, I've got to either be a bouncer or the cleaner." Oh, Which, nice self-deprecating humor. Yeah. Good gag to start with. There yeah, you go. It's yeah, pretty, it actually pretty right. good. Yeah. But 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 let's be honest. Prop comedy. Carrot Top's done all right for himself. <laughs> he has done all right. We talked about him not being called Carrot Top anymore, have we? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's meant to be called. No. Uh, so it cut pretty deep that I didn't go through with a guy who did half his set that no one could hear. Yeah. Um, so the next uh, the next morning, I I messaged Mickey J and said, "Hey man, um, good to see you last night. Hey, uh, thought I actually thought I did pretty good last night." Um, not making any excuses. Have you got any tips uh, on how any I can do better? Feedback on how I can do better. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, man. Um, most of the judges wrote down that you were doing fat jokes. And... Were you doing fat jokes? Yeah. Have you- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah. All right. Kind of. And But, but I tried to make it more about her personality than it was oh, about Oh, you're her. a dickhead. Ah, that's, so this is what happened. 
you got on stage and you punched down yeah. for five minutes. Yeah. And you wondered why you didn't get through. Nah. But <laughs> it's not a footy club gig, gig, mate. But murdered doing it. Like the crowd were on board with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. That's raw, not raw, who's judging you though, man. Raw comedy we're not we're not impressed yeah. with my uh with my body negative um, fat shaming. That's it, mate. Yeah, you you offended someone with your comedy. Well, no, no, no. I didn't offend anyone. Yes. I potentially yeah, could have offended someone you, with you it. You just... You, <laughs> <laughs> your face right now, you're like... You're, you're, so <laughs> you're somewhere between so very serious and pissed off and angry. <laughs> Everyone in that comedy club were on board and found it funny. But... But... Maybe there was someone in Australia that might have watched the ABC (laughs) one time that might have got offended. You are a male. You can't do fat jokes against females, (laughs) mate. It was a dating fat joke female story, was it? It was a catfish story. Right, yeah, no. Mate, you, as a white man, you need to be very careful the way you tell those jokes. You have to frame it. I thought I did okay, but, but... so you, you have to put yourself in there as a fat chick. Yeah. Okay. Much like you were tr- trying to, to tell us that um, your dog is actually transgender. <laughs> it's, I, think, I think I used the word transpanual. <laughs> <laughs> I watched two um, drag queens last night do a karaoke song, um, do a karaoke um, version of Man, I Feel Like a Woman. <laughs> Oh, it was amazing. They absolutely owned it. It was great. They put in their that, own little gags and stuff to it. Was it man? I you feel know, like a woman. As as the lyrics, um, as the as as the lyrics start off, you know, you know, tonight I'm gonna let it all hang. Out. <laughs> you know, they're like dangling their arms between their legs. You know, <laughs> and when when it got to the chorus, it was like man. You know, they were grabbing each other's crutches and then grabbing each other's boobs as it got to the bit where it was, I feel like a woman. Oh, wow. Mate, it, was, it was very impressive. It got, a, it got a, 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 big, um, a big round of applause. Right. Much as uh, so did my, um, I got up and yeah. did karaoke as well. Yep. Because they had um, Rose KB, right? Okay, I haven't consensual, met her. Consensual Connie's uh, yeah. uh, karaoke roadshow or whatever, uh, whatever it's called. So they do that at the late at the comedy lounge on Friday nights. Friday is it? nights, I think, yeah, 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 or Saturday nights or something like that. Um, who has a, a very interesting fetish with Chicken Treat? Right. Yeah, yeah. She, I think she works at Chicken Treat. Okay. And she loves Chicken Treat. Right. Um, and she's actually got a lot of jokes about trying to find a guy that tastes like Chicken Treat. Um. <laughs> So it's kind of like, kind of like me and Nando's. Kind of like good luck. My... We all know it tastes like pork. <laughs> Depends how much pineapple juice you drink. Yeah, that's... Which apparently doesn't work. I've I've had mixed mixed feedback on that one. All right. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, so Jamie Michaela and Rose KB were doing the um, the karaoke. And my God, I, I, I haven't actually been to one of their karaoke gigs before, but I've seen videos of it and it looks like they do a fantastic... Mate, they did a, an absolute bang-up job of hosting the karaoke and getting everyone worked up and stuff like that. And um, I had a crack too. And uh, I got... Uh, kind of I don't know. Uh, I think maybe Rose KB's maybe seen me do stand-up before. She goes, you look really familiar. Where do I know you from? 
I'm like, oh, dude, I've never met you before. So I don't know, maybe you should sit in the back of see him at a gig somewhere. Um, but um, uh, anyway. So I'm, in, she- I'm in the opening scene in Snatch. <laughs> what? What's the, have you, have what's you seen the that? opening scene of Snatch? It's um, three Jewish guys walking in. <laughs> ro- and yeah, I was in Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, you, I've got to come you know up Harry, with more, more jokes about me me looking like I'm Jewish. You know Harry Potter? Yeah, yeah I'm Dumbledore's uncle. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, um, she was struggling to get people to kick off. You know, it was always the same thing with karaoke. The first couple of people, it's hard to get going. But once people like have a couple more drinks... And they're into it and stuff, and they see how everyone's just a bit loose and having fun, and everyone's like cool with it. No one's getting offended or taking the piss. Um, you know, they sort of get into it. So I said, "Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do a song." Um, and she says, "Have you done this before?" I went, "Karaoke." She goes, uh, "Yeah." She goes, "Yeah, yeah. Have you have you done karaoke before?" I went, uh, "No." <laughs> I've done karaoke a lot, but um, she doesn't know that and neither did anyone else. So I said, no, no, I've never done karaoke. Um, and anyway, so um, I, I was like the, the second second person up or third person up. She calls me down and um, I decided, uh, and, and I, one of the things that I learned from a book about comedy is the element of surprise, you know, um, to, to make something seem like it's spontaneous and not rehearsed. So um, I embraced that a little bit with it. And I, I pretended to be, because I'm you know, i I'm, I'm a middle-aged man with a beard. Um, so I <clears throat> did my best to look somewhat stoic as I walked down to, um, to, the, to the microphone a- in front of everyone and um, um, decided um, that I was going to sing Everybody's Back, Everybody Backstreet's Back. Um, by the Backstreet Boys. Right. Um, so it started and I'm just standing there, you know, trying to be manly and, and stoic and gruff and stuff. And um, uh, you've got a guest. You've got a guest on the podcast now. Say hello, Molly. <laughs> um, I could just yeah, see that so, they were really... If you can hear that tapping, can you hear that tapping in the background? Oh, yeah. That's my dogs going mental on my hardwood floors. There no, it's not hardwood. It's a floating <laughs> laminate floor. It's a budget hardwood floor. It fell off the back of a truck, yeah, right? It, oh, I've got a story about my floor. <laughs> it of course it fell off the back of a truck. Oh, or a, someone someone used it to pay their debts to you or something like that. Someone stuffed up. Really? Yeah. Sorry. Tell, Is can, this can, when you were doing real estate work? Uh, no, when I first moved in here. Yeah. Um, oh, 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 you've, oh. Lost a, you've lost a phone. Oh, hang on. Oh, the dog's got it. Um, go. Yeah, finish your finish your your karaoke song, and then I'll tell you the floor no, no, story. No, no, you can just interrupt. This is what we do. <laughs> <laughs> when I moved into this place, I picked a um. It, it had it had like vinyl flooring, like the rollout. Oh, that's great. The fridge rips. You know yeah. what you do with that? You get ironing starch, right? Spray it all over it, and then you just slide around like Tom Cruise <laughs> in risky business business in your socks, man. We did that as kids, and we put way too much ironing starch on it, uh, and we broke the back door and the window. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. And mum, I think, nearly broke a hip twice, you know. <laughs> <laughs> From the residue that you'd left over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit doesn't come off very easily. <laughs> Pinaclean gets it off really good, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, there you go. Hot tip. Hot tip. Yeah. Um. So when I moved in here, we, we, we ripped that up and we got a floating floor. And I picked like a... Like a nice uh, black butt finish, which is like a pine colour with with bits of black wood through it. Yeah. Um, so kind of like pine. No, like pine is just yellow, like completely yellow. This okay. was like this was like yellow and and dark brown, like pine. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like pine with mate, brown in it. Get your phone and look up pine. <laughs> I, mate, pine wood. It's it's I'm, it's yellow I'm, with like dark brown and and stuff. I'm in Tasmanian. It. I know what pine is. Yeah, is pine I'm, a thing? I'm from the Huon Valley. I know what pine is. Is that where they grow pine? That's where Huon pine is from, which is the most famous of the pine. Huon. I just thought that meant cut down. No. So it's a Huon pine. It's like you, wood that we've cut down. No, it's. Doesn't hue and mean cut down? No. <laughs> isn't that, the, really, isn't that the same word? I'm really cranky tonight. Is that, <laughs> I'm going to be going to hear myself. Is, is, that the, is that the same word? Do you, remember, do you remember I told you about words that you can't hear properly? Yeah. like No, not like that. That's just got dark knots in it. Yeah. No, nah, I'm talking about... So um, nicer than pine. No, much nicer than... Uh, it was called black butt. Yeah. Not black burr. Anyway. Like that. Yeah, see that? I can't see, mate. Neither can anybody there. else. There. It looks like pine to me, mate. Yeah, like pine. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm having an argument with my wife right now. <laughs> No, not pine. Pine. <laughs> I said beige, not the off-white. <laughs> and when we get divorced, I'm taking half your shit. <laughs> yeah, that'll leave me with a quarter from the last divorce. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly right. Um, so... I was at work when they installed it and my brother was home. Yeah. And I get a, a text message um, through the day and he said, oh, I think this is wrong. I said, oh, why? Doesn't it Doesn't it look like pine? And he was like, no, nah, it looks like pine. No. I was like, oh, no, they got it wrong. <laughs> oh, no. They, they, they installed the pine <laughs> instead of the black butt. An well, easier mistake to make. <laughs> Because it always looks the fucking same. <laughs> well, if you look at it, you'll notice that it doesn't look like pine or black butt. No, it doesn't. It kind of looks more like Jarrah. That's Jarrah. Ah. That's 100% Jarrah. Oh, mate. They were way off. <laughs> they, <laughs> they installed the completely wrong floor. Yeah. So I've given them a call and I've gone, mate, you've installed the completely oh, wrong mate. floor. And they would have, they've, it's all cut to size now as well. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, I don't know what you've done, but this isn't what I've ordered. He was like, oh... So, oh, do you want us to to come out and 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 rip it up and redo it? And you're like, fuck yeah! It doesn't go with my off white walls. I said, and then the wife screams in the back <laughs> down there, beige. <laughs> I said, mate, I actually, I'm taking the kids and staying with your mother. 
Uh, bloody flooring the, places. The end of and the end of every romance. <laughs> <laughs> it's lucky I was single at the time, actually, because I probably wouldn't still have these floors. Yeah. Um, and I was like, mate, you you better you'd get, have half of them. Just half. <laughs> <laughs> mate, you better give me a wicked discount. Um, and he came back to me, and they were they were five and a half grand's worth of flooring. And he yeah. came back and he said, well, "How about fourteen hundred, mate?" And I said, "Great, thanks, thanks, thanks for your efforts." Wow. So yeah, I got a wicked deal. Bonus. Um. So anyway, karaoke. Back to karaoke. <laughs> I should say just just carpet court carpet court in Rockingham. For God's sake, don't use them. Except if you, if you unless want you them. want a wicked discount. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you go to their Facebook page to give them like a five star review? This was this was before Facebook. Yeah, yeah. you should do that. So like several <laughs> several years ago, these guys fucked up my flooring and gave me a wicked discount. You know, you should definitely try to gaslight these guys for uh, for a hot deal. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommend. Psychologically manipulate them for a hot deal. <laughs> Highly recommend four and a half stars. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, I get up <clears throat> to do this um, this uh, this song, and I'm standing there really stoic, and the song kicks off, kicks off, and, and 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 you get a few woos, and like you know this 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 stoic bearded man is gonna <laughs> sing a bit of Backstreet Boys, um, except they stuck on like the extended remix, and the intro goes for like half a <laughs> fucking hour, so I'm just standing there. And like you remember, remember how I was saying that you know you go past that point of uncomfortable. Yep. I was very much like that to start off with, you know, just like I think I went past the the point where I was just standing there doing nothing for way too long, and everyone was just like, "What the fuck is this guy doing?" And I'm looking at the screen, and you know, it's got the fill in line while it's doing the intro <laughs> thing. It's just like, dude, it's, it's only like at the beginning, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I got like four more minutes of intro music." You would have looked like the tequila guy. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so, uh, about, you know, it's getting close to the end. I was like, you know, I've, I've got to, you know, this has gone way too long. Um, so I decided to, uh, just break into some big time boy band dance moves. Wow. Mate, it went off. (laughs) Standing ovation. Everyone was clapping and cheering. Like, oh my God. And then I started to floss and people just lost their fucking minds. (laughs) Dave, Dave listened to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Started flossing. Rose and, is like, I know where I know this guy from. And it was and this it was is great. Rob Ferguson, host of the Waffle Podcast. It is. It this is. is the famous floss. With without a doubt. And um it uh, everyone everyone got into it and I got to the chorus and um you know that it's like um it says it says that line, uh, you know, um Am I sexual? Oh yeah. And I did that, and I turned around, and I waved my butt at everyone, and um, they all went, "Yeah!" <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. It was so good. Uh, four people had their phones out and were filming me, um, so that'll be on lots of people's Snapchat, I, I think. Yeah. Can we can we get that footage? I don't, I don't know. I think that's got to go on social media. Don't know, but um, uh, yeah, like heaps of people. And uh, Shelley was sitting in the audience and she was just mortified that um, I was going to walk back up and sit next to her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Last time I saw you was at karaoke. Yeah. 
you bailed on me. I uh, we 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 caught up. Um, we bumped into each other at the comedy lounge. I went on a date. You did with uh, this is the third podcast in a row where I get to tell a a, a, a date story with the lovely Mel. Mm. Yeah, she so, was, she seemed nice. We had a chat. I, I didn't scare her off, did I? I don't think so. Well, there's there's been there's been dialogue since. She's she's cool, man. Yeah, she seemed well, yeah, alright. I, I like her. Uh, and and the fact is, you know, she um, we we did we Shelley and I sort of crowbarred into your date that night, and mm. um, it it seemed to go okay. She took it like she's you, a trooper. You, you were a couple of Shirazes in, mate. Yeah. Oh yeah, I was drinking red wine. Yeah. Do you know why I was drinking red wine? Because we go out, uh, we go out, and um, I'm I, I I drink beer, right? But mm. red as a red wine drinker yourself, you'd yep. know that red wine hits you a little bit harder than beer does. Yeah, and it's different too. Yeah, right. So, um, so what? I, I I forget that. So I'm buying drinks for her. Like as soon as I finish a beer, I'm like buying another red one. She's done. She's like, no, 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 I've got to pass. I'm like, I oh, fucking got you anyway. Just drink it, yeah. you know. And she ends up with a massive hangover the next day, and yeah. I'm right as rain. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, no, 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 no. I, you know what? I'm gonna pace myself. I'm gonna on a drink. I don't normally drink red wine, but I'm going to go drink for drink with you that night instead. So that's why I was on the red wine. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't help. <laughs> no, she's she's two feet shorter than me. Um, yep. And, and, and a lady. Yeah. Um, and I... Uh, you know, and, and, and a, like, famous lightweight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, so... Like, uh, like, you ask anyone about Shelley, they'll tell you, yeah, Shelley, I know Shelley. She can't hold her piss. Cab- Cabriki. <laughs> Is that right? I've yeah. seen it written on a bathroom yeah. wall somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Her, her, her nickname at, uh, at school was Toucan Sam. <laughs> you guys have been talking a lot more than I realised. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, it didn't work. She still had a hangover the next day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was I was a couple of Shirazes in. She got she got the full Rob experience. She my day. did. She did. I actually think I apologize. I think I still had enough nouse about about me that I apologized to her. Did you? Yeah. And okay. I said I said I'm sorry. I, I, Jared's a nice guy. I hope I'm not scaring off scaring <laughs> you off. <laughs> no, man. It's a, it uh, it actually went well. She um she also forgot to bring MDMA. <laughs> Which was nice, but she forgot on purpose because she doesn't on have it. Because she doesn't have any. Wow. Yeah. So we, excellent. Uh, we had some American food and then um, some some good conversations. Did you pay I, for dinner again? I paid for dinner. No wonder you broke. Yeah. Stop yeah. taking girls out to dinner on a first date, man. That's, <laughs> That's like a, you don't do that. To but be- not only that, if it's a bad date, you're stuck there. Yeah. With them for the whole meal. Yeah. It's awkward as shit. To be fair, she did... Coffee or a beer, mate? She did buy dessert. Wow. Well, that's a good sign if, like, if you guys are going out for a meal and then she... Yeah. Wow. So, that was good. Conversation flowed. Um, you know, we she caught up with you and wasn't turned off, so... Bonus, mate. It was a winner. We went to I we feel the karaoke. same about Shelly and you, mate. You know, I introduced Shelly to you and didn't yep. scare her off, so, yep. you know. Yeah. It's, a, it's like a litmus test. It is. So, she, so far, she's passed. Well, she tolerate my friends. She, <laughs> she's got friends? No. I, I, I don't know when the last time I dated a girl with friends was. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Um, there are a lot of girls out there who don't have friends. My, my, what? My ex-wife, no friends. 
Nah, surely she's got friends. She's got acquaintances, but no, like not a, a close. N- not circle. like a bestie. Nah. A shoulder to So cry. the problem with that is that the reason I'm excited that I found someone with friends is I'm a pain in the ass. Yeah, you are. I want her to be bitching about me to someone else. That's that's a, a part of a healthy relationship. If she hasn't got someone to bitch about too, yep. she bitches about me. She's going to bottle it up. No, she she's going to bottle it up to like, me. Like, a, like a Vietnam veteran father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one day take half your fucking pine floorboards. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to hide the vacuum cleaner cord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so it uh, it went really well. She's got two names. <laughs> <laughs> she's got what now? She's got she's got two names. A first name and a surname. No, two first names. What? Um, so her she was born Sona. Yeah. S-O-N-A. Yep. Um, and when her mother moved to Australia, she just started calling her Mel or Melanie. Why? Uh, I'm not sure. She did explain. I'll get the... <laughs> you can't remember that. I can't remember. You were too and, mesmerized and by her beautiful eyes. She was very pretty yeah. and she is uh, She is listening. <laughs> She messaged me yesterday, right? Yeah. And she goes, if you haven't asked me to go to Bali by the third date, I'm going to assume this isn't going well. <laughs> she dropped a hint that she's been <laughs> like sneaking up on you, listening to all your shit, doing background checks and yeah. stuff. <laughs> so have you been on another date since then? Well, we've got another date on Sunday. On Sunday? Yeah. Day date or night date? Uh, night date. Yeah? Going to yep. take it to a fringe show? Uh, possibly. Yeah? Yeah. We're gonna nice. um we're gonna catch up in in Vic Park. I said Mexican. She hates Mexican. So I'm oh, gonna hang I'm, on. I'm Does she hate down. coriander? She loves coriander. Oh. She's she's Cambodian. So yeah, there's a few red flags. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> amber amber flags. Amber you, flags. You can work around it. Yeah, she's not she's not sold on coriander though. She doesn't you know. Uh, look, it that like time will tell. If she tries to slip it into a meal that she's cooked me, it'll be done. You'll know. Yeah. Oh, oh bloody earth, I'll know. Yeah. It's like who ordered the poo poo platter? <laughs> <laughs> Why does this taste like shit? So she um she assured she assured me today that um I can talk about anything I like. <laughs> she's the and opposite to Shelley. She's yes. Yeah, she's fully supportive. Um and she said also said she's not easily offended. Excellent. I want to test that. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm dude, I'm gonna help you out here. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so me and me No and- <laughs> Dude, this is remember we talked about self sabotage? Yeah. Yeah. You're doing it right now. So me- <laughs> So, oh, you are an absolute fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> she gave me the um the choice of whether to call her Mel or Sona. Oh, you right. went for Sona, right? I well, I introduced her as Mel on S-dog? the night. On the night, Mel seemed a bit more natural, probably just because it's a bit more white. Yeah, you know. Um, but I'm thinking, and I'm, you I'm are actually, the epitome of white. Yes, um, I'm actually warming up to Sona 
a bit more. Yeah, man. That's that's a cool name. I think so. Yeah. I'm ex Navy. <laughs> <laughs> what was that guy called from Mash? Radar. Radar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you, could, you could go to couples parties and introduce yourselves as Sonar and Radar. <laughs> well, what I was thinking... I was, oh, that's too good not to do. I was talking to my friend, Dude, Christy. Me, you, I've, I've, already got a, I've already got a Halloween costume picked out. <laughs> I've got to buy some little glasses. Radar was the, was the priest, wasn't he? Wasn't he the little... No, Radar was the comms guy. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Why did they call him Radar? Yeah. I don't know. Comms, so whatever, it's, so it still works with wires and shit, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah the comms guys what work with the radar. What did you do in the navy anyway? I was a mechanic. Not a not a great <laughs> one. <laughs> not not a very good one. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, do you put any of those fine skills together on your Holden cruise, do you, Jared? Oh no. <laughs> do you change no, your no. Oil? I don't trust myself to work on my machinery. <laughs> Government-owned machinery, though. Just the government-owned taxpayer, yeah. taxpayer's machinery. Yeah, 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 no worries at all. So I was talking to uh, my friend Christy about it, and she was like, oh, I think you should... I think you should call her Sonar until you come up with a with a cute nickname for her, you know? Yeah. And that got me thinking, what would Fish I... Fish finder? No, I'm thinking... <laughs> I'm thinking ping. Oh, <laughs> Did you not learn anything from doing fat jokes? <laughs> no, I'm doubling down. I'm going full Bill Burr on this shit. <laughs> oh my God. You are an idiot. <laughs> you know what? That's why I like hanging around with you. Sometimes I think I'm really dumb. <laughs> And then I'll listen to the dumb shit that you do. And I go, oh, no, no, no. I'm not that I'm bad. Because okay. <laughs> it's the sound that a sonar makes. Yeah, it, I, got, I got that. But in case you didn't also notice, she's Cambodian. <laughs> I, I really like her. Too bad you just sabotaged yeah, your own yeah, bloody gone. relationship. Hang on. Is this coming out before Sunday? No. No. no We're you're fine. Right. Yeah. 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 Until Tuesday. Until Tuesday. Are you going to then... butter up beforehand? Um, nah. No, let's let it be a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just tell her on Sunday, you know? You know what? It's been a good run. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be. I'm, I said, you, you know what? Tell, talking about doing dumb shit, um, I I actually did some dumb shit last night, going to the the, the fringe pre festival thing with Shelley. Uh, I won't go into the specifics, but I am an idiot. Um, I do things where I I probably go over the top a little bit, and I did that, and I offended Shelley, um, and. Um, <clears throat> Uh, we actually had a little bit of a, um, it wasn't an argument. It was, um, I offended her. Oh. Not on purpose. Just me being an idiot. 
And, you know, we were in the cab ride home and she was clearly peeved at me. Uh, she was not happy. And I said to her, oh, well, we'll spend a good run. <laughs> and, and then she became angry. Um, <laughs> no, but you know what? The reason I bring this up is because, man, I'm so impressed. Because this, I think, is the first relationship I've had where we, we both admitted our faults in it. And we both accepted where each other was at. We both realized that we, I, I wasn't, she realized I wasn't trying to offend her. And she was worried that she maybe overreacted a, a, a little oh. bit and, um, and apologized to me as well for making it a little bit uncomfortable. And Jesus, I, I, like we both owned our problem in it and it was great. We actually sorted it out and got along, um, and we were actually like we high fived the, <laughs> the, the morning after. Like, man, look, look at us go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really kind of impressed by that, you know, because there's there's been several other times where I've been an idiot, um, and the other, you know, the other person hasn't seen that. I am just an idiot and I yeah. didn't mean to offend them yeah. and had not let it go and whatever else. Uh, but Shelley could see past that. Yeah. Um, but even more than that, Shelley saw that maybe she did overreact a bit and, and she was aware that there was some stuff that was triggered that wasn't that I wasn't aware of. Right. Um, and put that on the table as well. And I was just like, oh my God, are you just like the best person in the fucking world? What's going on here? That's nuts. Dude, smashing. The relationships now. The, the, um, so yeah, man, radio high five to Shell. Yeah. There you go. Great job, Shell. Honestly, since, um, since being in my marriage, finding a girl who is able to apologize for anything at all, that's probably the biggest turn on for me. You know what? Not a girl, but anyone. Hmm. I don't think it's a matter. I don't get turned on by men apologising. <laughs> but imagine if, like, it's the same thing, right? It's 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 not a girl. It's someone that is emotionally intelligent enough. Yep. To to realise that hey, there's there's more than just my side going on here. Mm. Um, and and be able to 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 have the guts to go. You know, this is a little bit uncomfortable, but I'm going to work through this. Um, and yeah, man. Trying to find someone that is that is that emotionally intelligent and available, um, and also um, has enough guts to admit the part, the role that they played in it as well. Yep. Phenomenal, man. Yeah. It is unfortunately very rare. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, and and Shelley and I both see that on coming from both sides. You know. Because yeah. as a man, like, who, who do you know of a, of a guy that goes, you know what? I fucked up there, man. I was an idiot. That was dumb. I'm really sorry. I think, oh, I'm not getting in trouble here. But I think that's more common in men than it is. Yeah? Than it I is. don't. No? No. No. Dude, we, we as... It might, it might be the people that I've been around. So I've been, I've been in Maybe. real estate for... Um, 
for the last six years and there's a big self-improvement culture in real estate. <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, there is. There's like everyone's... This life fucking Tupperware salesman, mate. Yeah. Doing the rah, rah, rah fucking meetings and shit, yeah. ringing the bell and stuff. But it's but it's very... Um, but it's very take responsibility of your own shit sort of culture. You know oh, I mean? really? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, a lot of they're all reading. They're all reading. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, but your Tony Robbins and yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but you know what? I think that's also a little bit like surface level shit. It's not really deep. It doesn't really get down to the core of it. Yeah, like we were talking about we were this. We're talking about this after like, the last podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we finished up the last podcast and we chatted for another hour <laughs> 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 about deeper shit about um that that very popular book um the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm. <clears throat> And um, and I think that book is the same. Like that, that's like a surface level book. Yep. It's like you know, do this, do this, do this, but it doesn't get into the depths of the psychology behind it. What's what are the driving forces mm. that make us actually fucking care about shit that we shouldn't have to? Yeah, what's going on there? And that's that's the deeper stuff, like understanding family systems, understanding our biological drivers, understanding societal pressures. Um, understanding our roles in society, in the society, and the and the socio-economic climate that we live in, all that shit is the stuff where this stuff come from, comes from, and that's the deeper stuff. So it's very much like um, I can I can you, you can you can teach someone how to play a guitar, right? Mm-hmm. You strum it like this, you put your fingers there, you do that in this pattern, and it's all good. Yeah, but to teach someone how to play a guitar like B.B. King. Yeah. Completely different. That yeah. guy played with his soul and his heart and he understood the the core idea of what how notes and scales and things went to get went together and 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 used those to express his soul. Um that is the better stuff and that's hard to find. And that's what I think I can see um, in uh, in Shelley, you know, with that kind of stuff. It's not a surface level stuff. It's not like oh, I'm apologizing because that's how you do relationships and I need to do this to make this relationship work and stuff. No, yeah. man. It was like way deeper than that shit. Yeah. And it was it was the same for both of us. Because let's let's be honest, man, it was it was way more my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely the instigator of that. I yeah. actually believe that. That I was the instigator. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't know what went on, I but I'm on Shelly's side. Oh mate, you should be. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well and truly, yep, yep. Well and truly, yeah. yeah. Hey, um, yeah. Well, what else was going to say? Um, did you have something else? What, what else were we talking about just then? Uh, my date. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we ended up um, after we left uh, the karaoke bar. Yeah, we ended up um, going to the Belgian beer cafe, which has not been a happy hunting ground for me in the past. That's that's where I met my cave troll. Um, and if you want to know a little bit more about my cave troll, you can hear about it at the next Quinana Local Laughs on Valentine's Day, because I'll be doubling nice. down on my raw comedy set. Um, and you so, can hear about my um, my uh, relationship breakups and stuff on the 31st of January at um, 
Nick's Nick's gig at the windmill in South Perth. Yeah, let's be honest, you won't be there though. <laughs> the thirty first of Jan. Yeah, well, no, you will be. Yeah, but nobody no else. One else will. <laughs> <laughs> it's BYO now, so um, I'm going to see if I can make it back a little bit of that five grand. You're going to sell vodka cruises out the front as <laughs> yep. people walk in. Yep. Yep. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy, uh, I'm gonna buy a carton, <laughs> and I'm gonna sell it out of, out of the because you know people are gonna you know the the four people that are gonna rock up. Yeah, um, you might sell a four pack. I might. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna earn at least back my petrol money trying to get there. <laughs> I only drive an i20, so it's only five bucks worth of fuel to get there. So yep. I only got to sell two of them, and I'm laughing. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we went to the Belgian beer cafe. Um, after you left the karaoke bar. After the karaoke bar. We were, Mate, uh, that was a long date. Yeah. So dinner, I, dessert, comedy, yep. karaoke bar. Yep. And then Belgian beer cafe. We got, we got um, after the Belgian, after the karaoke bar, um, yep. we got back to the, um, the car park. She was like, so are you ready for this date to end? And I was like, well, I could go another beer. She's like, yeah, so could I. Aww. Yeah, it was it was it was cool. She was having fun, obviously. Yeah. So we um we went we went to the Belgian beer cafe because it was the only place open. Everyone everywhere closes at one a.m. in Perth. I was going to say, but we left it was that late. karaoke bar late. It was late. Is that the Belgian beer cafe open that late? Yeah, I was surprised we got in because I've been turned away at that time. Before. Is it that messy in there? It's pretty gross. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I go swing dancing there on a Sunday sometimes, Sunday, and it's actually nice. I thought it was kind of a classy yeah, I, place. I feel like it's a bit run down. It's, you know it's, it's meant to be like a 20s, 30s yeah, kind of pub. It's, it's not, meant to look a little bit run down. It's no Quinana local though. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're honest. I think that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we we went there and and had a uh, had a deep and meaningful in the in the Belgian beer cafe. And oh, then, really? Yeah, yeah. It got it got quite it got really open and honest. She there's no there's no secrets. Like there's it's I've basically told her everything. She knows she knows I was married. She knows about the kid. She knows you know all all, all the all the red flags that I can put forward. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I learned a lot about her as well. So we left the Belgian beer cafe and sucked face in the in the car park for ten minutes. Face. Why why are you covering the microphone like this is some kind of professional thing? Yeah. If you Bianca, if you get a glass from from his kitchen, make sure you sterilize it with hot water first. Just, just give it a wash, eh? <laughs> and if you could just move all the plates out of the sink before you wash it, but... <laughs> and the dirty socks. <laughs> just move the dirty socks out of the sink, oh. uh, and you'll be and you'll be gold. Oh, uh, Sona, yeah. My place isn't my place isn't the cleanest. I'll be coming to your place. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last red flag I should have probably told you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, man. Yeah. I um we were talking we were talking before. Um I gotta bring this up again. No, you know what? I'm not gonna talk about that. There was um 
I want to talk about roasts for a second. We, we talked about this at the beginning about Jeff Ross writing that book. Yep. Um, about um, about roasts and um, um, no, I can't read that. No, I'm going to go back to this other one. Um, remember we were talking about your your last little girlfriend who you thought was she said or oh, wasn't your girlfriend you were, uh, you went on a date with and. Um, she forgot her MDs, her MDs, yeah, her, and, yeah. And, and you I thought, thought they were empty recorder leagues, but you, you thought they were no, empty, she empty meant, bottles. She went acid, and she went MDs, <laughs> MDMA, yeah, um, not MDs. And I told you about the Baltimore accent test. Do you remember yeah, this? Yeah, <laughs> the Baltimore accent test. Yeah. So people in Baltimore apparently say things a little bit funny. Um, and there's a, a phrase that they say, which is Aaron earned and iron <laughs> earned. Yeah. So when someone from Alt- Baltimore says it, it sounds kind of like this. Um, I say, Baltimore accents say this phrase out loud. Iron, mm. iron, and iron, iron. <laughs> Aaron, he's trying to say Aaron earned an iron urn. <laughs> Hold on, my Aaron earned an iron urn. Damn, what the fuck? We really talk like that? <laughs> I love it. I love it that he's never heard his accent before until then. It's like, uh, 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 uh. What the fuck? We really talk like that? And his mate comes over and tries to have a go. Let me see. Earn, 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 earn. Earn, earn, the iron, earn. He's what? not. Earn, earn, the iron, earn. Aaron earned an iron, earn. Earn, earn, the iron, earn. Nah, dummy. Nah, dummy. Earn, earn. Nah, dummy. Hang on, hang on. His other mate's going to have a go. Nah, dummy. Nah, dummy. You're saying it wrong. Okay, bud. Tell us how you say it. Tell us how you say it, bud. Nah, dummy. Nah, dummy. Iron, iron. And iron, iron. Iron, 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 iron. Iron, 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 Fuck Aaron, 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 Aaron. <laughs> Fuck Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. So good, man. So amazingly good. All right. I've um I've got You got one? I've got one that I showed you last week. Um we we often go deep into relationships and stuff on this podcast. Yeah. And um there's a video about um basically it's a it's a conversation between a, a couple and she's she's oh yeah she's complaining about him him not listening to her and and giving advice cuz the thing the thing with um there's a difference between men and women right Men are problem solved. This is if you read men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Which is an antiquated book where studies don't really hold up anymore. But is that anyway, right? go ahead. Okay. <laughs> That's what my ex wife said as well. 
But if if yeah, let's let's generalize everything and say yeah. yeah. Men so, and women are different. Yeah. We think about things in different ways. Yeah. Yep, sure. Men are men are problem solvers. Yep. Women are communicators. Sure. Women want to voice their concerns. Yep. Men want to solve them. I would explain it another way and say that um, men are logical. And yes. Men are... I need to preface this I've with just, saying... I just heard a feminist pitchfork <laughs> leave the... <laughs> Leave the garden shed. And just like that, our podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> so very stereotypically, men are... And, and it's to do with the, the hormones that we have. And, and everyone has a different balance of hormones, both male and female male hormones, like testosterone, uh, testosterone and um, uh, estrogen. We have different balances of that and everyone is unique. But people with more testosterone generally think more logically and people with more estrogen generally think more emotionally. So, yeah, absolutely. So there's this, I think <laughs> I think it was a TV ad and it just explains it perfectly and I think I should play it. Yeah. It's just, there's all this pressure, you know? And sometimes it feels like it's right up on me and... I can just feel it, like literally feel it in my head, and it's relentless. And now, now, I don't know if it's going to stop. I mean, that's the thing that scares me the most is that I don't know if it's ever going to stop. So th- this is just a couple. They're sitting on a couch having a chat, and it's it's very clear from the video that you can see that this lady has a very big problem on her forehead. And I think the guy actually explains it, so I don't, I don't, I don't want to ruin it. Yeah. Well, you do have a nail in your head, <laughs> and and she does. It's not about the nail. Are you sure? She's got, she's got a big, a big, massive nine-inch nail <laughs> sticking out of protruding from her forehead, halfway in. <laughs> Plainest day, right between her eyes. <laughs> because, I mean, I'll bet if we got that out of there. Stop would... trying to fix it. No, I'm not trying to fix it. I'm just <laughs> pointing out that maybe the nail is causing. You always do this. You always try to fix things when what I really need is for you to just listen. No, see, I don't think that is what you need. I think what you need is to get the nail See, out. you're not even listening now. Okay, fine. I will listen. Fine. <laughs> Sometimes it's like. There's this achy, I don't know what it is, and I'm not sleeping. He's trying so hard not to say, yeah, it's an achy, (laughs) sharp pain in the frontal lobe of your forehead because there's a nail in it. He's trying so hard. Yeah, yeah, poor guy. I, I can feel the pain. I can feel the pain. Very well at all. And all my sweaters are snagged. I mean, all of them. Sweaters are snagged. That sounds really hard. It is. Thank you. That just sums up. It is. Yeah. Thank you. He heard what she was trying to communicate. Yep. He knew what the problem was and how he could yep. fix it and make all her pain go away in an instant. But but you know what on the on the other side of this and 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 I don't know maybe, maybe finishing it up on a, on a on a more serious note um, but um, yeah that you know what that's the biggest thing that that I learned after my marriage ended was that you know what 
men and women are different mm. and that's okay. Mm. It doesn't mean one of us is any better than the other one. Mm. We are just different. And that's actually a good thing that we're different from each other. For sure. And one of the main things is is that men are more logical, women are more emotional. Um, but whenever my wife would say to me things like, um, we never talk, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we're talking right now. Well, actually, you've been talking for the last hour. I haven't been able to get a word in edgewise. What do you want to talk about? Let's do this right now. Let's talk. We're talking. Let's talk. Um, and that would fire her up. Um, and I would immediately lose that battle. Um, but I missed the emotional context. Like she was speaking emotionally. I was speaking logically. Yeah. And I just didn't get it because as guys, that's what we do. We just like repress our emotions down, stuff them all down. We don't know how to, we, half the time we don't know what our feelings are. You know, we'll just have some days where we're like, we're, I, I'm pissed off. I'm just grumpy today. We can't even name what our real emotions are. That's how disconnected we are. Yeah, because they just sit there until we can fix it. Yeah. So, um, so I, um, I, I, one of the things I figured out was that when she would say to me, um, I don't, you know, we don't talk, or I don't feel like you talk to me anymore. That's not what she meant. What mm. she meant was she didn't feel connected to me. Yeah. And I could have actually fixed that in like five seconds by sitting down on the couch, looking in her eyes and holding her hands mm. for five minutes and everything would have been cool. And, and not talking. But we just, we are, this is the thing. It's, um, there's, a, there's a term for it. It's solipsism, right? Um, solipsism is you think the world is and everything is the way, the same way that you perceive it. And you can't imagine that anybody else perceives things differently than you. Mm. This is why you've got liberals arguing against um, uh, conservatives, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they're, they're, they can't see the other person's point of view. Yeah. They're, they're totally removed from that, totally disconnected from it. That's solipsism. So um, the same thing is, is with Malif. We can't fathom that they would be talking emotionally. And they can't fathom that we can't understand that they're talking emotionally. It's, yep. it's, 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 it's talking two different languages. Yeah, for sure. Um, and one of the things I've learned, you know, I've read books on emotional intelligence and that's one of the big things I've, I've learned is that, um, you know what, it's, it's not always a logical problem. Mm. And sometimes I don't need to fix it. I just need to be there. Yeah. <laughs> we just looked awkward in, awkwardly into each other's eyes just then. I feel like you actually hear what I'm saying. <laughs> For the first time in our relationship. I love you, man. I love you too, bro. <laughs> have a cuddle after this yeah we're gonna yeah, we're definitely gonna cuddle yeah, yeah, yeah. alright mate um, I, I think we ended there um, we've been talking for way too long about way too much shit unless yeah. you had something else you want to say that was uh, everything I had written down is it yep oh there you go I tried really hard to offend my unoffendable new date hang um, on hang on are you getting messages 
Is that you? Oh, it could Ding be it? me. Because, um, I don't know, we've got this rule about answering our phone if it rings. Oh, it didn't ring. Yeah, but isn't it the same as messages? Don't you have to read your messages out loud? I'll do it. Oh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it from? Um, it's from Christy. That's Oh, this is your friend that's meant to be producing our podcast that never rocks up. Yes, yeah. she's um, she's she's who my best friend in Tasmania calls number two. Number two. Yep. Because I described her, I described my friend Christy to my friend Kiri as Christy being my Perth Kiri. <laughs> You've got a lot of strange relationships going on. Oh, I've got, a, I've got, a, I'm, I'm, I'm very good at getting put in the friend zone yeah you that's are that's not even true like that's like that suggests that I would be romantically interested in these I'm very good at being friends with women careful now mate you're gonna offend more than everyone. one everyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah should we I'm... quit before before you say anything you shouldn't nah I think that's <laughs> yeah yeah we should probably leave that there we can um... oh mate I think we've offended way too many people uh, tonight already. I'm glad there was both a big... our girlfriends, uh, women in general. <laughs> I'm glad that that fat people, <laughs> fat people, <laughs> not fat, just just fat people with terrible personalities. Uh, oh <laughs> my god! Oh, yep. All right. I'm glad that there was that big awkward pause tune that in, we could finish this tune uh, podcast. In, um, on. Uh, tune in uh, next fortnight, where we'll see what other minorities we can offend. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got any Jewish listeners? (laughs) Not anymore. (laughs) Not everyone.